Welcome back to the Ducks Across the Pond podcast, guys. Uh, today we have a very cool guest in Mel O'Connor from Oculo. He's the founder of Oculo. And uh, yeah, it's great to have you on, Mel. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Um, yeah, how are you all? We're very good after last weekend. Uh, it's, oh, you're after last week, yes. Yeah. Uh, the superstars. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. It was a very, it was a, a really good weekend. Uh, I don't know how you guys found it, but I, I obviously, after... What it was? How long's it been, Mel? Six weeks of uh, training every week. Six weeks, and you look good on uh, oh, Saturday. You. My word! But how, how did Ren and Deacon? How did you guys find it? Yeah, it was. A, I think it was a tough adjustment. Certainly, straight away, like you go through the kind of becoming quite. You're used to kind of I don't know front tossing or whatever, and uh, we jumped into that before we jumped onto the machine. And mm. even in the light environment, it's something you were used to being able to hit every time uh you'll kind of learn to be chuffed with weak contact and that's quite a difficult adjustment um <laughs> from what we're used to so uh yeah it was quite humbling but uh i mean amazing full round especially after you played on sunday uh, yeah. Was, yeah you you yeah. you learn how good it is for you mm. it was absolutely screwed with me <laughs> even just yeah. even just front toss i could i really yeah, that's it. I, when i see a pitch for some reason, my eyes just pick up the spin, but I couldn't see any spin, mm. so yeah. I couldn't see where how far away it was from me. I don't think I was ever on time, even when we were doing like BP, and it was really annoying me. Yeah, you were later on, and I'll, I'll, expl I'll explain why when we get to them. In yeah, second. yeah. Well, yeah. So, to just to give people who are listening context, Mel, what? So, uh, what is Oculo, and what made you start it up? Um. Oculo is a, a, a training system that uses uh, light to improve the athlete. It's all about perception and adaptation. So what, what I mean by that is the perception is, is all of the, the field of view for the athlete, whether that's a, a, a baseball player, a, a goalkeeper, footballer, a boxer even, um, Formula One driver, it doesn't matter. It's, the, it's whatever's in front of them. And um, what we do is we degrade the light levels. We use uh, special light levels that work with the rods and the cone photoreceptors. I'm not going to go into too much detail about that, but it's yeah. uh, we, we work them. Um, and during every uh, light level, there's an adaptation phase. So during that phase, when an athlete uh, gets used to it uh, and they make a move, the move's slightly different. It's slightly faster because it's accounting for the, uh, the delay in the visual system. So the athlete has to speed up. And when they do, that movement's bedded in and that um, ready to be deployed when they go back into normal playing conditions. So first of all, they've got a quicker movement, which is more natural. It's a, 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 it kind of gets rid of the baggage. It gets you from A to B quicker. It's more economical. And then not only that, you have the, the new perception where everything was slowed, uh, was, was, was coming on the athlete much faster than it normally is. When they go into normal playing conditions, everything feels slower. So you have the perception, you have the, uh, the new change in technique, and then also the light levels bed, help to bed it in, uh, uh, in the, between the eyes to the visual cortex. So yeah, uh, and then you also get the benefits of the light levels that they do have certain effects on the well-being and the health. It's a it's a it's a it's a crazy mix, but a, a perfect storm. And uh, out the other end, it brings out uh, really uh, outstanding athletes, or to uh, to be the pretty much the the best they can be, and we accelerate it. Um, so yeah, so that's what Oculus is in a nutshell. Mm. Uh, I was always taught to speak uh, like people at eight uh, from Ram, who, who invented pros, and he always said, speak to people like you're eight. I, I still mm. struggle to do that, uh, but I, <laughs> that's, uh, that's kind of as close I'm going to get. Uh, 
And the reason I started this uh, hockey law is because I was playing football at, at, at um, when I was 19, 20, 21. And, and I saw, and I was just getting into film and TV, which is my background. And I was looking at how light worked through a lens. And I saw a scientist work um, from Vancouver about the delay in the visual system. And, and I just thought, well, if the visual system is delayed, it's, I know it's very good. Can the athlete, if I threw a ball in the mix, would they improve at kicking a ball? And, uh, and so that's uh, initially, that was my, in my head. And then I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I just, I just kind of uh, started researching it. And then uh, many moons later, we, we, we actually have a system. So basically, it was just a, a rabbit hole that you kept following. Really serendipitous rabbit hole. It's um, mm. the, the guy, the guy from Vancouver. Um, it, he was. Um, I looked at his phone number, and he was uh, at Newcastle University. It was uh, about oh. five, ten minutes from me. And then I, I rang the huh. university, and he answered the phone. Ah. <laughs> uh, How awesome is that? Which is brilliant. So, and I said, I've just seen your paper. Um, can I <laughs> put a ball or a baseball or a, or a cricket ball or a tennis ball in the mix? Would it do anything? Would the visual system fight back? And would that improve an athlete? And he said, I don't know. Um, so, but, we, but he knew somebody at Durham University and we tested it and it, um, and it worked massively with the cricketers. We, we got them batting up to 99 miles an hour in four and a half hours as far as the ball machine would go. So it, we did a pre-test and a post-test and in between we did all the Oculo training. Uh, and it just oh, it was a dream. I didn't tell them what was happening, but uh, my word, yeah, it was good. Well, so it's, it's clear that from the, the, the offer, there was an interest there for you, but how, as you've kind of developed the technology and uh, taken it further, has your, the kind of goal where you wanted to get with uh, Oculo, has that changed at all? Like what you, your intentions, I suppose? Uh, and, and like, how has that changed as uh, you've developed different, adapted to different sports like how, how has that the process changed is it from a business perspective i suppose uh yeah there's a few questions in there and I'll, I'll, I'll try and answer them all and first of all it was built for uh for grassroots it was going to be for football that was my background and that was uh that's what i played and that was what it was going to work for but then um looking at it it, it became quite clear that it was uh that cricket because uh, we did five studies it was cricket football and table tennis uh, and it was becoming clear that that the ball sports like cricket uh which is very similar to baseball um, and football, it has an impact on all of these. So it wasn't going to be, so then it wasn't just football. It was like, oh my word, I've got something here for all sports. Um, and then we we got investment. I set a team up, got investment eventually, um, uh, quite a substantial amount, and then built the system. And where it was going to be for grassroots, it became clear that I had to start from the elite level, um, purely because of the cost of the system and how it worked. So it changed, it's changed many times. But that, at that point, it was like, okay, we have to go to elite level. And I was told, I presented Oculo for the first time uh, down at a goalkeeper conference and Tony Parks, who was, who was at Tottenham at the time, I think, he said, you must start from the top and bleed it down. Um, the elite level players will want it and that's how you should do it. So that kind of fit our strategy. So that's where we were there. But um, going into the sports, uh, when we started baseball with Oculo down in Manchester, we realised that um, that it was, uh, it was it was given the results like the cricket, but even, even more so because we've had chance to research it more, use the colours more than we did, and we've really honed it in. Um, and it become clear that baseball's a brilliant way to demonstrate it. And also that's uh, the market in the US is, uh, is, yeah. is huge. And uh, so grassroots, <coughs> it will eventually come to grassroots, but first of all, we start at the top and we go for two sports, baseball and football, football in England and Europe and baseball in the US. And then branch out to the other sports, and we'll exit in the US. Um, so that's in that the strategy is in place now. We're making that happen. Um, but uh, 
but yeah, so it, it's changed a lot uh, from the from the early days, and it's become a much bigger product, and also the well-being side, uh, which uh, which which was we we didn't expect as much. It has had a massive, profound effect on me uh, as as the CEO and, and as a person, uh, but also on on the, on the product range and and where the product will end up. So uh, yeah, there's there's so many different ways we can go without you know, but we've we've got a good strategy of, of how we get there. That was brilliant. What? Uh, how long ago did you like start Ocuo and like the the process? I did the first study in two thousand and four. Um, that I funded that myself, and then uh, Doom University uh, uh, put some money in as well. Um, but um, yeah, so it was two thousand and four. What's, what's that now? Um, Six, seven, seventeen years seven ago. Seventeen years ago, seventeen years ago, and um, I was I would I just started to get into the into the film industry as well. Uh, I, I maybe it's been in a year or two, um, but uh, yeah. So it was a, a long time, and also, Oculo needed a lot of money to be set up, and I had to build a team. We had to prove it first, then we had to build a team. Um, we've got two scientists on board, so we we needed that those guys to kind of give us the kudos and also to back up the science uh, and demonstrate it. And uh, so there's a lot gone on, and I've had this is the second team I've set up. I had a, a team before this that uh, that's that didn't work. I had I put a, a, um, a director in place because I I've never grown a business. I've never grown a business of this scale. And I thought that he might do the trick, but it didn't work. It was it drastically backfired, um, and he was uh, he turned into a, a, a maniac. And um, I had to I had to get rid of him and start again. So um, so yeah, so there's been challenges, and also I've had two children and and a career in between uh, funding this. So there's 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 a lot going on. But we're in a better place for it. I'm more experienced than um, and I'm, prob- I'm probably um, taking the time that's helped us research it and, and really bet it in and understand what's going on. Well, yeah, I, I was going to say, I'm sure, I'm sure that time has really helped to improve the product. And uh, I mean, obviously, three of us can speak from experience and the fact that it, it was <laughs> the amount of time we spent in it over the the past weekend was just it made made you realize how insane it is um the amount of help it can give a player and almost a completely intrinsic um attention to detail the like you don't your body just you don't your brain doesn't realize your body's making adjustments the adjustments it's making um until like you get back into normal light and uh, just start hitting and it's so it's it was impressive to see in so many different players last weekend. Oh, Matt, that was a great way of seeing it. Honestly, that was that was brilliant. And um, we do that. We say that with the goalkeepers and the outfield players. The goalkeeper today we had Baclavin today, who um, from Salford City, and he's on. He's now on twenty clean sheets for the season. He's second Jeez. in the, all of the leagues, and it, and, it's, and it's no coincidence. He's uh, he asked them how he felt, and he said he felt invincible. Uh, he said that the, um, he doesn't feel the ball anymore, and it just feels too slow in normal playing conditions. But we've worked with him for 12, 14 weeks. We've really got him up there, and he's right at the top now, so we just maintain. But what he does is, and I watched him today, um, he, um, he's, he's, all of his movements much faster. His reactions are second to none. I've never seen anybody like him, but he's doing it. And he, and he said himself, he, he doesn't know how he's doing it or what he's doing, but it's, it's a product that, you, one, you enjoy, two, um, it hugely benefits you, and three, um, it takes you above and beyond what you would normally um, get to, and primes you ready for the, net, the the training week or the or the game at the weekend um and mm. uh, basically i mean yeah we're, we're seeing the improvements they're, they're, they're fantastic and uh, you seeing the way you said it there sums up what we see and uh, and that's why i'm so proud of it you know you mm. uh, yeah yeah 
It was it's great to watch it. Yeah, you in particular, I, I thought you and um, and uh, uh, Dan uh, were, were yeah. on fire. I thought it was, and we we we've been training for five or six weeks, and uh, and, you, and you, you couldn't stop hitting. So yeah. Well, that's exactly what Jayrod said after. So Jayrod uh, on the Sunday after doing two days of Oculo hit a hit the first ever home run at Manchester baseball, which was um, yeah. I mean. It's where it's one of the places I started playing baseball at, and that was insane to see. Um, and he said it just sort of well, he knew it would happen apparently when he went up to the plate Did on he, that pitch. And yeah, he said he said when he came into the dugout after it, he said it. I knew I was going to hit a home run on that pitch. He did call it, you know. He, did, he, yeah. he was in it, and, and during the training, I think I've got it on camera. And um, how how far is it? Oh, um, I, th I think somebody said right field was three hundred and seventy feet. Or something like that. Something, I mean, I remember us, we set up the fences and I remember thinking this we were kind of having a debate with uh, one of the guys from Manchester Baseball. We were saying like, uh, you know, this is this is pretty far. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I, I joked with one of the guys, I uh, just saying like, you know, this is how, I was like, how far do you guys hit the, hit the ball? Because we were thinking, bring it in a little bit because it seemed so far. Um, so, and he said <laughs> it's one of the, yeah, one of the deepest parts in the UK. So. Um, there wasn't a wasn't a, a short porch by any by any stance. Oh, it's brilliant to see. Uh, Jonathan couldn't mm. wait to see us as well. I was so excited for him and just <laughs> yeah. proud, of, proud of Jonathan as well for all the work that he's doing and um, and, and, and all the passion that he has. Uh, I mean, like you all, you've all been brilliant. It's a great sport to be around. Yeah. So you you mentioned a, like a little bit of your background before this, obviously. But what what exactly did you do before you started this company? Um, I did. Um, so yeah, I've worked. I worked in film until I did films, um, TV shows, adverts. I started off as a as a runner, and I just thought I'd always wanted to get into it. I actually wanted to play football at first, but I, I wasn't good enough. Um, I, I, I didn't peek in. I didn't get it in my head really, and how I wanted to play till a bit later on. It was too late. Um, so I, I always wanted to make movies since I was a kid. It was always a thing. Every Saturday was make movies. So I thought I'm going to do it, and I'm going to be the best I can. And um, so I, I started off as a runner, and I just made sure that. Uh, a, runner's, a runner helps the director out and they help to get the team copies, but they do all the menial tasks. And I thought, well, I'll just be the best runner in the world. And, uh, and I just didn't stop working. I just I just kept working. Everybody kept employing me. Uh, I became one of the main runners up in the northeast, then like in the northern part of the, of the northern part of the world, then down London. Um, then I, I wanted to direct. So I chose costume because the costumes sit by the monitors and they look at all the director's shots and they get to see it. Uh, and I had a kind of a, I, I used to love the clothes, you know, so I had a bit of an interest. And I became a, a really good costume designer, actually, and, the, and I was getting a lot of a lot of films and adverts and, and doing very well. Um, but then I directed a film in 2009 called uh, My Favorite Toy. It was a, a, just a one minute short, um, and it was um, it was not in spots off everything. It got the it won the new art uh, the new uh, talent uh, award. Wow. It was done by the, the arts council and, and, and things, and it was brilliant, brilliant film. Um, and uh, then I got offered another film after, which I, I turned down because I didn't have enough money and I really wanted to do it right. I had a, a very clear path. I was going to go, but then um, Oculus started, and it was like I, I, I kind of brought it back, and I started researching it more, started to do more studies, and and it overtook it. Um, and then uh, so I would just what I did in the film career, I just took a an IT, I got a contracted ITV where I would do uh, two weeks on, two weeks off. So I would um, I would work on Oculus and do them both, and then um, and then had children. Uh, in the meantime, <laughs> kind of, uh, and that so it was it, it was a heavy mix. I haven't stopped working. I, I very rarely sleep. Uh, I had I knew I had this brilliant product in Oculus, but I built my career around 
making Oculo happen. So I could have had a, a way bigger career. I had I had two films back to back down in London that were big, two big sci-fi movies signed. Um, and I made the decision. I thought, well, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do those movies. I'm gonna. Uh, I think Idris Elba was in one of them. Um, and then I just uh, I decided against it. I thought, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this contract ITV and. I'm going to I'm going to make Oculus. I'm going to make I'm going to make wow. this film and I'm going to make sure that um that, that it gets out. So that's out. That's, that's... <laughs> Very impressive. And um, you say that though, right? You say that, and I was uh, sorry just to put in. I was speaking to somebody oh, and uh, he was going, so what do you do? And I was going, oh, do you know I'm, I make movies, you know, like uh, uh, and, and I was telling him, he was going, oh, that's amazing. I went, what do you do? And he said, uh, he went, oh, I fly uh, Boeing seven four sevens. And I was going, Jesus. oh, wow, that's, 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 that's brilliant. Like uh, making movies, you know, it's it is fun, it's good fun, but uh, mm -hmm. you know, we, we sometimes get sucked into our little world. And like, like uh, yeah, but, but there's other there's other way, way more impressive yeah. jobs, I think. Uh, being a baseball player. <laughs> well, saying that, one one of the uh, baseball players who play for our club actually is um a catcher for us who is also learning to fly right now oh, uh, is he? he's learning to learn to fly planes so yeah so you know some people just are able to do it all oh <laughs> that's brilliant uh, i looked at I'm, I've, I've got a massive fear of flying um um, but, um yeah i've, I've kind of got i got used to a little bit more but, mm. I, but i did i wanted to fly because then i'm in control um i, I will one time but, uh, yeah um obviously uh the legends came up um last weekend what would you say are like to three main takeaways that you saw the past weekend with us um right first of all um i've been in around football for years you know but i like the way that it is uh, it's, it's very um uh, the, the the way that we do it is and i'm i'm part of this you know we're, we're like if there was a few of us together we'd just be taking the mickey and we'd be it would be if we missed something be, uh, 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 or or quite aggressive uh, and uh, which is all good as well and that's fine uh, that's been my world but seeing you guys come up I thought it was everybody was really um really looking out for for the for the for the man uh, on the left or right it was it was fantastic I, th I thought the camaraderie was outstanding he's all really receptive and uh, willing to do it and really passionate uh, that was the first thing that I, that I thought and uh, you know like you've traveled up here to try Oculo and um, I just thought that was that was really good um, so that first of all then the um the enthusiasm when you were doing it, um, and actually, I, I get excited every time I see somebody in Oculo. I, I know the process, so I know exactly what's going to happen, and I can see it. And watching that again, uh, doing the same thing that I've done with uh, with the football people and everybody else that we've put in, that that's rewarding to me because I, I know what we're doing is is, uh, is is as big as we say, and it's and it's as important as we say. Uh, and seeing you go through that process just. Uh, just cemented cemented it for me. I think I filmed every pretty much every bat. I'd be I'd be surprised if I missed anything. And uh, and, and I've been watching it, and, I ha and I, so I've I've seen it two or three times over that whole weekend. Um, and it's uh, it, it was it was it was amazing. And then um, the talent, you know, seeing the talent of, of everybody, I thought it was um, I thought it was really good. I, I don't know that you know I'm new to baseball, but I've tried it and it's and it's difficult. Oh, yeah. I did forty five <laughs> miles an hour, and that was um, that was horrific. We've seen what you guys do up with that speed, 70, 80, 90 or whatever it ended up being. Uh, it's just so it's it's such a uh, it's so good to see and um, yeah. So I'm I'm impressed by the talent. So I guess those are the three things. Uh, sometimes go, go, you know because I'll, I'll get I, I talk away, so you you've got to nip me in the bud. Uh, going back to that first one, you were saying that um, you kind of grown up around with football. You kind of like take the mic. You said aggressively like, out of others, if I make make a mistake or something, like. 
obviously you said we were like quite supportive and we had each other's backs. I I just want to say like when uh there there are definitely times where you go after a person for some sort of mistake, and it's not necess- <laughs> it's not necessarily like oh you swing and miss and you're like oh ha ha you know you laugh yeah, at them. Yeah, it's not the, not those. It's normally when they make themselves look stupid. That's the sort of thing <laughs> where you just have a go at someone for, and that that's the yeah. I, I, I was just gonna say it, it's it's I think it's the difference in in outcomes of the sport because I think it, like in baseball three if you hit three out of ten you're gonna be one of the best players there is so I, I think because we fail we fail so much that we have to support each other or you just like the your mental side would just go to pot very quickly point, that really good point and and and, and th- uh, highlighting that uh, goes to show what it's like an oculum uh, normally in mm. oculum we we have that similar to what you what you what we're talking about there with the baseball a lot because oculum destroys you 80 uh, percent of the footage we can't use uh, and we so we say when we get people in we go right um just leave your ego out of here it's it's for, right for the first part of this it's not going to happen you just you've just got to learn to make mistakes and that's really good because you get to you get to be comfortable in, in making the mistakes. But one one save for a goalkeeper is worth 20 outside. Same for mm-hmm. same for baseball. You learn more and you get more from it. Your body's adapting and you and you and you and you are all the better for, for doing it as long as you focus. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that uh, I remember the group that I was in, we were kind of talking through when we weren't weren't actually hitting, we were just on the side and we were talking about it. Um the fact that you're kind of when you're when you're hitting uh, off a machine or when you're doing batting practice you're I think all of us would say our expectation probably is to hit it clean every time that we'd go in there expecting to hit that but when you go into Oculo you your expectations you're humbled really quickly and your expect your expectations you learn to expect slightly less so you actually learn off off batting practice even if it's just the front toss that we we're talking about at the beginning that's yeah. because you're humbled by it you you pick up a lot more because you're not trying to hit it as hard as you can you take yourself back to a kind of beginner level and you're just trying to make clean contact and then you I feel sometimes put on a personal level I forget that especially when we do batting practice if it's at a, a GB training or whatever you're as much as you know you should try and just be kind of simplistic with it because that's when your best technique comes you try and hit the ball as far as you can and of course that develops bad habits so I think it was quite, it's almost, uh, it, it develops kind of a clean level of baseball, even if you're, you, you're wanting to hit as hard as you can, you're humbled immediately if you try and do that, where yeah. sometimes you can get away trying to do those things. Um, so it was, it was a, that kind of, exp- I think that forcing yourself um, and exposing you if you try and just hit it really hard straight away, I think was a, a, a really good experience. No, that's a really good way of saying that. And you, you, you know, you go through all of that, you rewards the end. When you when you when exactly. you put the lights back on, so you you know you're going to get it. You know you're gonna it's going to come back and come back way better than it would normally. So you um it's worth going through and persevering. And yeah, I like that like you're saying that. You're, and you're going through the you're going through baby steps almost the game. But what you what you're doing is you 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 really not you're using all of your experience from all of your other moves and your and your, and everything else you've learned. You're just refining it. And and um without without knowing it might feel like you're doing that. But all the while your body's cal- your your visual system is recalibrating and your body is. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, it's still good um, and still super positive. Uh, but that was a, again a, a lovely way of um, of seeing that. That's one thing I struggled with because personally, like when I do stuff, I'm a big feel guy. 
as in I work well off the response of what I feel when I do something. So like, obviously, I know in the back of my head, like the Occhio was helping and it will help. But then there's part of me when I like, I just, not, not when I miss it, but like when I hit it, I'm like, oh, I, I didn't like that. And then I, I couldn't really, because obviously it's made to be so hard that it's, it's hard to actually square it up well. Like when I, I really like thrive off personally the feeling of squaring a ball up and seeing the ball fight and then being in an enclosed dark room with orange balls that you can't see the spin of coming at you at like 110 miles an hour and you're just fouling it off. It's just, it's just a definitely a different experience. We didn't do it that often, um, but um, we 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 see that with uh, with goalkeepers as well. We had somebody coming out and um, they were terrible in it, and then went outside. It was Lee Robinson used to play for our Rangers. Then went outside and couldn't stop catching, and um, so and he was good. He just couldn't put the ball down. Just just kept hammering it. I mean, he was and he was catching it. Doesn't matter. Like I know it's it, it kind of feels that way, and, and and you do get that. And I'm I'm the same. If I don't feel comfortable when I played football, I was I wasn't I wasn't good. I wouldn't perform. I just wouldn't perform. Uh, so I have that, but if I knew that I was going to get the reward later on, it would uh, kind of it does work out eventually. But I I know what you're saying, and I do it now. You know, I do it now. Sometimes I'll go in and and, and if I'm not looking or I'm not on it, uh, if I'm not focusing, I'll not get it. Um, so you've got to, you've got to always remain focused. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm I, I, I hear you. Um, but just keep keep getting past. If you if you come up more, you'll you'll get past that. Nice. I think the kind of immediate rewards you get something more from, especially when we fielded uh, do the picks at the end. I think that uh, with hitting, I think I'm. I, I noticed on the immediately on the Saturday and the Friday and the Saturday, I didn't feel by any means an immediate benefit from it, <laughs> like in, in the moment. And then on the Sunday, I did. But on the on the Saturday when we were doing the picks uh, in the in the in Oklo, uh, I think that you really you're forced to watch it into your glove a lot more. And I, I thought defensively that felt I felt like a much more immediate reward from it. Um, yes. It's just interesting how your kind of attention level and kind of how immediately it kind of it kind of rolls into your everyday game, I suppose. Yeah, it is that's important. And we were speaking to a Premier League team, and they were saying um, that their main focus is uh, as obviously getting the, their, their main thing is to get the kids to focus and do it, and they spend they spend weeks months trying to do that. Uh, and uh, they, they were in Oculo for three minutes, and he said, "I've just, I've just the focus that I've just had in that time." He said, "I can imagine getting the kids, and, and that and that happens. The kids just kind of go." Phew. Uh, we have them from under eight, and they just focus, but they also love it. Um, but uh, yeah, but you have yeah, Oculus is important. You have to focus and look at the ball, and that, and that from that you get all of the other benefits. And um, yeah, it's a slight survival instinct almost. I think defensively, <laughs> I was I was trying to wear a helmet in there defensively, which is obviously <laughs> uh, something you wouldn't do in baseball. But um, you, you know, you're like, well, I better catch it because if not, <laughs> I don't know where it's going to go. So um, no, it was. A great experience all round, for sure. That was brilliant. Hey, thank well, you. No, uh, yeah. uh, well, I was just going to say, well, now that we've um, gone over, like, our experiences and everything, what what are your goals for, like, Ocula going forward after, after uh, you know, all this? Uh, brilliant. Well, we've already connected with um, with an ex-GM of an MLB team. He's um, going to come on board, uh, which is uh, just brilliant. Uh, I mean, it's huge. Uh, great, great guy. Very well-connected. Uh, we're going to the US, um, and, and we'll, we'll be going there. That's where we're going to grow the company. That's that's part of the strategy. 
Um, and then we also, in the meantime, we're going to be uh, pushing the football side. We've got the contacts. We've got people coming up over the next few weeks, Premier League teams, uh, Championship teams. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, uh, right now we're just we're just about to kick off. Uh, a couple of sales, one down in London, one in Michigan. Um, is just about to happen. Um, so the plan is to uh, yeah, to, to grow and get Ocular out to as many people as we can over the next few years. We've got the team to do it. We've got the engineers, got supply chain, got a great financial director, two fantastic investors and, um, and a great product um, uh, and, and an outstanding strategy to, to boot. So we, we, you know, we've got it. We've, we've got it. Uh, I think the next few years, um, it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of hard work. We're going to get out there. We, we know that we're the first to do it. Uh, there's probably going to be somebody who's going to be following what we do. There's always that, the, the me too's. We're expecting that, but we what we've done is we've built a really good following and a good. Uh, uh, we've got people to understand that Oculus is the first. Um, so we just we just make sure that we that we always keep that trend and, and continuously innovate. There's there's so much more to come from the system. There's so much more, and we can scale from you can have a football size, uh, football stadium size Oculus to a to a tiny small perception pod. You know, there's, there's all of the scalability in the world. You'll get the benefit uh, from from them all, and uh, and we know it. But there's, there's 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 many more innovations to come, um, and you know, very close to doing that now. So, uh, yeah, uh, it'll 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 be a great product. And it'll be, every, what I, what happens is in football, I get it. If somebody misses a a save or a shot or, or or something happens, then I get about fifteen texts, and they just go, uh, they should have had Oculo, and and that and that that'll become a thing. They'll be going, is he having? Are they have they got Oculo? Are they training in Oculo? If mm. not, they should. Um, and we're just now we're, we're training Davy Grant uh, for his UFC fight. He's fighting in Las Vegas on the uh, in nine weeks time, uh, and we're going to train him for the first time. Train a, a, a mixed martial artist in uh, in Oculo. They get the benefit. It's huge. We've already tested it. We know what it does. We make people faster, uh, punch faster, quicker, harder, uh, and we did that in three minutes. Um, and it's just uh, yeah, I wouldn't face anybody any any fighter who'd been in Oculo. So there's yeah, there's a lot of strategies, a lot of sports to do, but we've got a very clear plan of how we're going to do it. Hopefully, you uh, the the baseball thing happens and gets into as many clubs as possible before they decide to make uh, to put their stupid proposed rules into place about the, the, the like ever because like I think Ocula will probably end up. Being a tool that uh, you can that will give an advantage, not an advantage, but uh, uh, get the hitters better, so they can see high velocities much more better. Yeah, this is a really important. I'm glad you mentioned that. It's a really important issue. Uh, you know, we've we've been speaking about this a lot from from the guys that were speaking in the MLB to uh, Jonathan Rodriguez to you guys, and it's it is that 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 thing about moving the mound back, but also that that the fact that the pitch is winning, and there have been over the last five years. We give the athlete, we give the athletes a six feet uh, uh, clearer view. Uh, they pick up the ball six feet quicker, so that we give them that advantage. We take away any uh, uh, any of the, that, that that idea of moving the mound back. We give them the advantage of massive massively. So we don't want them to go down that 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 way of rejigging re something and changing a history uh, of all these stats that have gone on beforehand. Uh, we've seen get an ocular, you need to get an ocular in. That's that's where your infrastructure should be. But we are we do feel like that waves are parting for an ocular right now, and that uh, we will give that badge back to the, uh, the the advantage back back to the batter, and they and they will see it, and that'll be an interesting battle to watch. More home runs, uh, make it better for the viewer, and uh, yeah, we have no doubt we could do that. That's awesome. Yeah. Adapt or die, Adapt. I guess. 
I definitely, oh, absolutely, Matt. Um, so just going forward, it's obviously a very exciting time for for you with Oculo and the the trajectory it's on is only going up. Um, do you obviously we've benefited it right, benefited from it catching it at this point before it gets into professional sport. Um, is it still is it something you still intend? You mentioned grassroots football uh, at the beginning of the podcast, but do you have? plans to keep this as it kind of keeps going towards professional sport do you have a plan to keep it accessible to non-professional athletes or is this something you think as it i mean obviously as it blossoms it's going to become very i think a lot of professional sports teams are going to be very excited to have it on board have you got an intention to keep it available to non-professional athletes yeah well eventually everybody will have an oculo and the way that we're going about the business and the strategy is to is to make it accessible to everybody we we want everybody on the planet to have an oculo of some form whether that's for athletes in sport or for well-being in in, in the home you know there's there's something something huge from it we we have a guy who um uh, will Maston, who's brilliant um and um his he wasn't doing so well at school but then his teacher rang his mom and said what's happening to to will over the last 6 weeks uh, he's accelerated. He's he's works through the roof, and uh, and she rang me and taught me. And she said, you know, like it's turned around because of what you know, and uh, and and it hasn't. And we were thinking, oh, it's the way that we speak to somebody, but it's not. It's the way that that um the athlete works in Oculo, and the way that it, it's bedded in. There's so much more to, from uh, coming from what we do uh, in the well-being side that that far exceeds uh, anything in the sporting world. Uh, I have no doubt about that. But the getting back to the sport. Universities and uh, and the college level in, in in the US is massive for us. Uh, getting getting the athletes younger is what we want because the the visual system is, de- uh, is is developing and it picks it up quicker. If you can create these athletes from from an early age, there's no there's no telling how how good they could be at, at um, when when they actually develop and, and and they finish. So by the time they're ready to play in MLB, they could be they could be incredible. And and there's no doubt about that. We we see from under eights. Um, from Newcastle United we've had under age from uh, Man City all over the place and, and they really do uh, take to it and I think we've got a, an underweight saving at 58 to 60 miles an hour you know like it's the, the average being the Premier League 60, 67 miles an hour so you know it's it, yeah so the, the plan is very much for everybody to get it it's just how we do that strategy without the clubs are paying money for it so do you have it somewhere else and how they and then then they're going well you know we bought one but they still want one still. So there is a place for it. It's just how we how we position that. No, exactly. I think that's, that's the interesting, the kind of the way up, I suppose, um, it's just to see how it kind of, how, how you progress it as a business, from a business perspective. Uh, when it's in such high demand, how, how would you, if it's an intention, how do you keep it available to people? I suppose the question was initially for, you know, we've benefited so much um, uh, as, as non-professionals, like how, how does, if that was still to be available, like how do you manage both sides of it when you've got um, various high-level sports teams looking for it too? There's a room for an, an academy, which we which we opened up in Newcastle for six weeks. And we, the, the one in Newcastle is going to move to Durham University and that one will be open to the public. So there'll be set days where the public will have that. And there's one happening down in London, um, potentially in Watford, that could, that could be the same uh, um um, for, for down in London, which is great, it gives us access to everybody down in London, and, um, and everybody can have it. So there is a room for that. There's room for an academy. It's just how we do it and how we go about doing that. And um, and uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I think everybody needs to needs to get in it. And uh, what we did with you guys is, is some of the best stuff we've done. So uh, yeah, long may that continue, and we'll we'll definitely we'll definitely push for that. But it's the the, the core strategy is is elite level. Awesome. Well, I think it's I think it's safe to say uh, the future is bright for Oculo. 
Um, <laughs> not all the time. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only the beginning and end. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, um, it's been absolutely amazing having you on, Mel. I think that's um, safely one of our most, if not the most, interesting episode we've done. Um, it's been really great to talk to you, Mel. And uh, yeah, hope hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, we'll see you in the next one.